You're listening to the World Watch Weekly Podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening persecuted Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or about the World Watch List, please visit our website at www.opendoorsca.org. Enjoy today's episode. Well, welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast from Open Doors Canada. My name is Jared, and it's a joy to be here. I am joined today by a very special guest. This is Brother Abraham, a Open Doors partner who works with believers in Bangladesh. Hello, everyone. Nice to meet you. It's uh, it's a joy to have you with us here today, Brother Abraham. We're, we have a specific topic of, of conversation today about violence against uh, against Christians. August 22nd is designated by the United Nations as the International Day commemorating the victims of acts of violence based on religion or belief. So we're going to be talking today about uh, your work in Bangladesh, Brother Abraham, with Christians who have been on the receiving end of violence because of their faith. And I wonder if you could just begin by sharing with our listeners a little bit about Bangladesh in general and the state of religious freedom there. Well, uh, Bangladesh uh, is a Muslim-majority country where it's uh, 170 million people and uh, almost 89% are Muslim and less than 1% are Christian. So when it comes to the religious freedom, in our constitution in Bangladesh, Everyone uh, have their religious freedom, but in practical, it's different. In constitution, though, its constitution said that there is religious freedom for every religion, but the state religion is Islam. So somehow, it's conflicting with each other. Constitution says it's a secular country, but Islam is the state religion. But other religious group or religion, they also have uh, freedom to practice and uh, share their faith and in, in the constitution. But uh, practical, some places are, are different. So overall, but, I can say uh, that we have religious freedom. You have religious freedom, but there is a tension between the majority religion of the state and yes. in minorities throughout the country. Sure. Yes, so because, because uh, a state religion is Islam. Right, right. So could you expand a little bit then on uh, how Christians experience violence specifically as a result of their faith? Well, uh, those who are by birth Christian, they are not facing so much persecution because uh, they're into their own community they are not into the evangelism mass. That's why uh, they compromise sometimes their faith with the neighbors or with the authorities. What, what was the but term you just used there? Uh, which Christians? Mainland Christian, those who are by birth Christian. So I'm not... Christian. Okay, so I'm not familiar with that term. I mean those who are uh, born in a Christian home. Okay. Okay. So born in a Christian home, as opposed to yeah. convert from Islam. 
Yeah. Okay. And those who are coming from different backgrounds, especially from Muslim, they are facing severe persecution, uh, especially from their community, uh, from their family, and uh, from the relatives, extended families, especially for new believers. And new believers are so much faithful to do evangelism because they always follow Great Commission. That's why they share gospel with their neighbor. So when anyone become Christian from majority background, then immediately they go through some kind of difficulties, especially isolation from the family. Because when someone became Christian, family disown them. And next is uh, most of the believers, uh, new believers, those who are coming from majority background, they're living under the poverty level. So like a daily labor, so when someone became Christian, immediately they lose their job. It's one kind of like uh, create a problem for them so that they can come back to their previous faith. And next one is uh, discrimination because uh, Bangladeshi people, they are like community-based people. They like to stay together with uh, extended families and also community. But when someone become Christian, local people, they don't allow them to use the common facilities from the community. And discrimination, children also face discrimination in their school because it's a Muslim school, a lot of schools are Muslim. So there is no Christian school. So children are also facing uh, discrimination in their school. Though constitution has given us freedom to practice our religious activities or religious ritual, but as a Muslim country, Muslim majority country, most of the authority or the leaders in the community, they're Muslim. So they don't like to comply with the uh, clause from the constitution because they have also religious bias. That's why persecution always come to the new believers. And end up all those steps, they face physical persecution. They try to bring them back to their previous faith in every ways. When it doesn't work, then they start to beat physically or mentally, whatever way they okay. want to uh, get them back. So violence comes in the form of families and communities trying to force Christians back into the faith that they previously came from. Yeah, even like uh, during this pandemic, government has given a lot of food as relief aid for the people in the rural area. But Christians, especially new Christians from majority background, they were always overlooked. They said that you are Christian, you have money, you got a lot of money, so you have food. Hmm. And some area they said, this is not for Christian. But government is giving for everyone, those who are affected by the COVID. Right. Right. And Christians don't don't get the, the aid that other people might. Hmm. Yeah. 
I know that uh, uh, men and women typically experience different types of persecution. Could you tell us a little bit about how gender affects violence against Christians? Yeah, it's everywhere. As you know, in Bangladesh culture, men are the bread owner for the family. They, they, are, they do job, they do daily labor, whatever. They always try to provide food for the family. And if men become Christian, they don't face much persecution from the family. But if a woman or like a, a wife of a boy or wife of a man became Christian, then severe persecution always goes to the women. Mm. Because uh, they don't have work, they don't do any work, especially in the provinces. They always do house house housekeeping things or household work. They uh, are helping children to bring their school. So if someone became Christian from that side, I mean women's side, so persecution, severe persecution always goes to the women. And there are several cases just last week, even this week happening in Bangladesh. One cases, uh, one of the cases like that, the lady or wife became Christian with uh, her daughter. Immediately, she was beaten up and divorced and kicked out by the husband from his family. So nowhere to go. Even the parents did not receive them. And they, they had to stay with another believer's house. And another lady also there, she was also kicked out from the family. Husband left her and got married to another woman because of her faith. Right. And that lady with two young children, because of this pandemic, cannot do any work. We provided food. But last week I got that news that she was begging food on the street. Hmm. Can we imagine that because of her faith, she was kicked out with two young children. And there are several cases. This morning I got another news that one lady kicked out from husband's family with two another children because her mother and uncle, they became Christian because of that. Hmm. So for men, sometimes, you know, if there is a persecution or problem or pressure from the family, they can go some other places to find the work or they can manage themselves somewhere else as a man. But women, where to go? Right. If women, they, she needs to go, she has to carry uh, her children because always women are kicked out by husband with children. So that's why I know how to go. Right. So that's why I can say that is women are like double persecuted. Yeah, there's the persecution because of her faith and because of her gender makes it yes. a terrible yes, situation. It's wow. It's wow. Now, one story uh, or, or news item that our listeners might be more familiar with uh, in Bangladesh is the Rohingya refugee crisis. There are a number of refugees who are living in Bangladesh now. And I wonder if you could share about uh, the kind of violence that Rohingya refugee Christians might deal with as a displaced people. 
you know, uh, Rohingya people, they are very minority group in the world. They said they are more vulnerable group in the world. And in Bangladesh, there are more than a million people came from Myanmar. And, but inside the camps, there are very few believers. They accepted Christ in through different people, but uh, we can say they are a secret believer. But because of their belief, if uh, some people open their faith to the neighbor, uh, they face persecution uh, from the neighborhood and even from the extremist group inside the camp. So there are Christians in the in the in the Rohingya camps, yeah, and it's a very secret place. But you know, we believe that that is where God can build His church if He so chooses. Is in places where persecution is is faced the most. Yes. Yeah. There are some open believers also, but not not many. Not many. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that Open Doors uh, says often is that the places where persecution is rampant is the places where God builds his church the most often. And so secret believers in refugee camps is a, it's an incredible story. Um, yeah. That's, that actually leads nicely into the next question that I have. I wanted to ask if there are uh, any reasons for optimism uh, when it comes to religious freedom in Bangladesh, reasons that we can, uh, we, that we can be thankful for what God is doing there. Uh, you know, first thing, uh, present government is pro-minority. Uh, it's a good thing. Uh, government is always anti-extremism. Government tried to stop the Islamic extremism. They are arresting police uh, department. has been arresting a lot of people, those who are involved with uh, extremism or Islamic extremism or other groups. So it's a good sign. And uh, I can say overall that most of the people in Bangladesh, they're not fundamental Muslim. There's some kind of like a secular type Muslim. So that's why it's a, we're very much hopeful that uh, someday the constitutional freedom will be established in every places. And also the Young generation, it's a Muslim young generation, they're more open because they're educated, they're exposed to internet, they're exposed to uh, the Western world. So that's a, that's a good sign that they're exposed to the Western culture or Christianity. This is another thing. And also, as I have mentioned that people are open to the gospel. Those there persecution, there is a problem, food problem, needy people, but there, there are many people that are open to the gospel. And also uh, we have other several groups. They are very much active in evangelism in different places, part of Bangladesh, especially in the rural areas. And I can tell you, that last month, this month, during this pandemic, every month, 
many people are coming to Christ from majority background and other background. So we are very much hopeful that someday there will be many believers in this country and people, neighbors will be open to the gospel. We have a great hope because of all those things, government side and also openness. And we have been distributing a lot of Bibles. People are accepting, receiving Bibles. So they're much open than before. So we have hope. We have hope. And that's the, that is the beauty of the gospel. Um, Brother Abraham, as we close off the interview today, I wonder if you could share uh, maybe one or two specific stories that you know of about uh, Christians who have faced violence, names that we can be praying for? Yeah, as, as a while ago, I have shared with you that uh, a few women, they're kicked out by the husband with their children. So for them, there, there are no place to stay. And I know three women with children, they're living with the pastor's house. They don't have any food. They don't have any place to stay. But praise God, this morning we are able to send some food for those mm -hmm. families. And one of the ladies uh, who is having two young children, as I have said a while ago that, she was begging on the street for food. And yesterday we were able to send a sw swing machine because uh, uh, she knows uh, how to swing, I mean, streets. So she can use that machine to earn something for the uh, to young children. So please pray for those families. There are many families. Uh, they're facing persecution and pressure every day from the community, from the families. But presently, three women, they were kicked out. One was divorced and two others not yet divorced, but they're kicked out from the husband's house. Mm -hmm. So please pray for them. Sure. Yes, we'll pray for these dear sisters who have been harmed so so much because of their faith. Um, and I wonder if if you would be willing to close us off with a word of prayer uh, sure. for the church in Bangladesh and, and pray also for the church in Canada over here that we will stand with you and with our persecuted family worldwide. We, we are thankful to know that you pray for us just as much as we pray for you. Yes, sure. Dear our Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this wonderful privilege, wonderful time, Lord, that you have given us so that we can meet our brothers and sisters, other part of the world, Lord. We know, Lord, for sure that many people are praying for us, Lord. As a persecuted believer, we are going through a lot of difficulties. Lord, we especially pray for the churches in Canada, Lord, because they are thinking about us, they're thinking about persecuted church, they're praying for the persecuted church, continually bless them, Lord, and open their eyes to see that 
the believers or their brothers and sisters in Christ are facing persecution, suffering, problem in the other parts of the world, Lord. Help them to understand that what kind of situation are facing by the believers, especially those who are living under the restriction. So we pray for the ministries in Canada or over there, those who are helping our believers, not only through prayer and also with the means, help to other believers, Lord. Continually bless them and also help them so that they can extend their help to other believers, not only in Bangladesh, also other countries, Lord. Always be with them. Also, we also pray for the believers in Bangladesh, especially the sisters, those who are kicked out from husband's house, nowhere to go. There are nothing to eat, Lord. Continually help them, Lord. Find the way so that they can survive, Lord. And also pray for us as we are going to them, praying for them, working with them, so that we can spend time with them and we can learn a lot of things from them, Lord. Again, we pray for the uh, brothers and sisters in Christ over there. Continually bless them and be with them, Lord. We ask your divine protection for them, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I want to thank you, Brother Abraham, for joining us today. It is such a joy and a treat to connect with believers from around the world using technology. Uh, that's yeah. such an amazing thing that we can do as the church. Uh, so thank you for being with us today and sharing about uh, the church in Bangladesh. We will be continuing to pray for you. Uh, and to our listeners, thank you for joining us again today. Yeah, you can always find out more about your persecuted family and the work that Open Doors is doing at www.opendoorsca.org. And we'll be back again next week. Until then, God bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode of World Watch Weekly from Open Doors Canada. For more information on how to pray for our persecuted family, please visit our website, www.opendoorsca.org. Click Get Involved, and then click Prayer.